Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape on your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. For scripture, I'd like us to start with them. Um, 1 Corinthians in chapter 16. Hallelujah. Uh, I'll read from verse 5. Let me see. From verse 5. I'll read quickly. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 from verse 5. Now I will come to you. A personal letter to the Corinthian church from Paul. Now I will come to you when I pass through Macedonia. For I am passing through Macedonia. And it may be that I will remain or even spend the winter with you that you may send me on my journey wherever I go. For I do not wish to see you now on the way, but I hope to stay a while with you if the Lord permits. But I will tarry in Ephesus until Pentecost. For a great and effective door has opened to me and there are many adversaries. I'll stop there. Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. Um, it's the language of Paul that fascinates us this morning. And that's our thing for the month. You discover that Paul will use this metaphor a lot of time. Open, I mean, the door to this, a door to this, a door to this, a door to this. And of course, as we all know, a door is an access. Hello. So if a door is opened in your profession, that means that you have an access for speedy exploits. My, if I'm right, say amen. If you doubt it, say there's another expression. I'll let you tell me what it is because you're all learning. But that's what it is usually. So you hear Paul use this in many areas. Like when he was reporting of his travels in Acts 14.27, he said the door of faith was open to the Gentiles. You know, his own ministry was a ministry to the Gentiles. Paul will tell you that Peter and the rest were called to the Jews. But he was called to the Gentiles. So he was reporting based on his assignment and his calling. So he said, a door, 1427 Acts, a door of faith opened to the Gentiles. Um, yes. Second Corinthians 2.10, he was writing to the Corinthians in the second letter, he said, a door to preach Christ's gospel. He used it there too. Colossians 4.3, a door of utterance, praise the Lord. So you begin to understand how Paul will use the word door. But you see, Paul learned very well from the feet of Jesus, though he never particularly followed Jesus. In fact, he was among the group that opposed Jesus. So if you're going to look at it globally, in the sense that we are talking of open doors. 
he was one of those who actually was standing in opposition. The door that Jesus Christ came to open from heaven, Paul was in the opposition. He was a leader of the opposition. He was one of the adversaries. He was a tool in the hand of the devil. But that same Paul became a door. The devil can't stop you. Let me tell it there. I said, the devil can't stop the Jesus in you. I feel the fire now. It's not possible. <laughs> Impossible. Can you imagine the same Paul saw? We will vow and even stick his life to stop Jesus. Jesus said, it will show you how, much, how many things you will suffer from me. <laughs> You can't stop the creator. The devil knows. But he tells us so much lies, making us thinking that he can. Hallelujah. So you see the way he will use the door. When he says, a great and effective door is open to me. And by the way, this was a letter. It was a personal thing to the people. And he was saying to them, I would love to come see you. Everyday conversation. And that's how we get things done with the word of God. It's not the super spirituality that we put across that gets things done. No, it's what we apply in our everyday life. So you can see it in the letter he was writing. And like I reminded us on Wednesday, this word of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth. You know what we're saying? Look at contemporary translations. Say, Joshua, if you have to converse with them, use these words. Use it in your everyday conversation. When you will say to them, this law, write it on the front letter of your head, put it on the doorpost, and when you address your children at home, speak, use this. Make them your vocabulary. Make them your medium of communication. You know what that does? It keeps you ever mindful of the covenant. The devil can't stop it. I feel the fire. Oof, I feel the fire. Somebody's just healed. In the name of somebody's ears. Oh, yes. As a matter of fact, somebody's head. You have a problem in your head that you thought would kill you. Somebody say, open door. You are healed in the name of Jesus. Whoa. You know, it's not by power, it's not by mind. Thank you, Jesus. Make the word of God your everyday conversation. So that's why we can, what we are discussing is from a letter. I would love to come see you because uh, but, uh, I will be passing through Macedonia. I won't see you now, but I will come and spend some time with you, you know. So you can see the way. It says, but you see, I will tarry in Ephesus for a while. Why? Because a great and effective door has opened unto me. Personal, me. 
he wasn't talking generally there. He was talking generally to them. But that though was in reference to himself in his assignment. So it takes, oof, I feel the fire. It takes a personal revelation of this. So great and effective. What great? The Greek word for great. I mean, God just got me looking there. I don't like to impress you with the Greek word and the Hebrew word and the Greek word. It's okay. If you get you, if you help you to get, if it will help you to get it as to practice it and apply it, fantastic. But um, I don't quickly go there. But I think it's easier this way. The Greek word there is the word mega. You know what mega is. So Paul was saying, I've, I have found a mega door. I know the door here is a metaphor for opportunity. A mega opportunity. What does that mean? A huge opportunity. For what? My assignment. I'm an apostle of the Gentiles. This is the reason I was created and I'm, I'm saved. I found a big opportunity. Huge, humongous. So you know what? I will hang around here for a while. Let me walk this wonderful grace. And it didn't just say great. It didn't just say great. Say great and effective. Effective again. Greek word energy is G yes, which is like energy or work. And some try to interpret it that oh yes, it's a huge door, but you have to labor. No, because the same word is the same word used in Hebrews 4.12. Hello? And we say the word of God is what? Quick, I mean sharp. Quick, sharp, and powerful. Is the word powerful. Hallelujah. So what was he saying? A huge door is open for me. And I'm infused with so much power that no resistance will stop me. I am going forcefully. There is enough backing for me. The opportunity includes huge exploit and I have huge grace behind me to accomplish it. And that's why he said it's great and effective but there are many oppositions. Can I say this to you? If you have oppositions in your life, you've been f- some people just position themselves against you. There's nothing you can do. That's what you can do. What will determine the outcome is who calls who. <laughs> There's nothing you can do. If you like, pull out your eyes for them in charity. They will still oppose you. They will attack you. That's what they are said to do. The Paul says they can never win. In the place of your assignment, they can never win. Most when God is the one that has called you, they can never win. If Saul did not win, they can never win. But many are the adversaries. So when you look at the powerful part of the word of God, it says nothing stops the word of God. Even if the crevice is almost, if it's micro, in fact, smaller than micro. What is smaller than micro? Nona, 
that low. Nano. If it's a nano by dimension, the word of God will pierce it. Because if we separate even the soul and the spirit, the physical has no measurement for that. The word of God will... That's the kind of force with which you will pass through. You will penetrate anything. That's the dimension. This is the description of the door that is open to me. What about adversary? Two words. Anti kemai. Anti against kemai. Lying. So lying in wait. No wonder the Bible said, "This comes not but for to be to steal to destroy." But I am come <laughs> that you may have what, and have it how more. So one thing that you need to settle now is not equal and opposite forces. No, 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 no. They are not equal. They are opposite, but they are not equal. You don't compare Jesus with the devil. They are not at the same level. So a great and effective door, though many adversaries. So because of this door, I will die. Can I give more attention to this now? I will see you later. That was what Paul was writing to the Corinthian church. And of course, we know what happened in Ephesus. Remember that was where he went and he saw 12 disciples? Come on, Acts chapter 19. Come on, are you here? And he asked them the question, have you received the Holy Spirit? So he began to see the work of the Holy Ghost in, open, in the opening of doors. And effectively, Season open doors is the work of the Holy Ghost. And he said, no, we've not even have heard of anything like that. He said, into what then were you baptized? And then he baptized them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and he laid hands on them and they were filled with the Holy Ghost and they began to speak in tongues and they began to prophesy. And he began to uh, lecture them, they were disputing with them the principles of the kingdom of God. I'm basically telling them how Jesus Christ had come and died and given us eternal life and given us the gift of the Holy Spirit to walk within us and with us. And the Bible says within two and a half years, <sighs> the place that didn't know Jesus, a whole continent, bow, indeed, it was a huge door. While the oppositions, oh, they threw him out of the synagogue. Oh, the religious people went against him. But in spite of that, he came through. Praise the Lord. You will come through. In the name of Jesus. But please understand that everything about open door has to do with your assignment. Because some will say, I can call somebody now to minister. I say, now let me tell you. It's not every door that God opens. I'm not interested in that. We know that it's not every door. But we're talking of the door that God opens. Yes, sir. Oh, you're not answering me now. Yes, Is somebody hearing me? Yes, I'm not saying that the devil doesn't open doors. I'm not saying that man doesn't open his own door. But I'm saying, I'm talking of the one that Jesus said, See, I have set before you. So I can't leave that and begin to consider the door that the devil opens. No. 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 That can be a good message. Not relevant in this one. It's not relevant. Why? Because I perceive that some may want to go down. You watch the doors. Open door, open door, not every door. Why do you want to be negative? Huh? 
Hello? <laughs> Pastor Taiwo, because this is what God is telling me to tell you. And that's the problem. That's why we are not able to get a lot of things. Which has already been made available to us. So let's do that. So because of that, it made me now want to look at this Paul that said this. Can we look at Paul to give us more light into what we're saying? Because our second scripture is Revelation chapter 3, verse 7. You remember? It said, This thing's right. The teacher in Ephesus. See, this thing says he, who what? Who was the key? Come on. The key of David. He who what? Opens and no one. And shuts and no one. Come on. And then he says, uh, I know what? I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door which no man can shut. This is not the time for you to be thinking, uh, is it God? It's not God. When he's saying to you, I have set before you. But pastor, suppose God opens the door and the devil comes to open the door. How do you know the difference? How do you say you don't know? The truth is that you know, but you are tempted. You don't want to agree. The book of James is clear. How does sin happen when you are tempted? When you follow your lust? You know. It's a conscious thing. It's a spiritual thing. It's an inner thing controlling the outside. So don't tell me I don't know. I'm believing God for money. So I don't know when I'm stealing. What are you saying? It's an open door. It's not an open door. That's stealing. So let's face it. So don't, begin, don't let the devil introduce some funny things all in the name of preaching. Let's hear what the Spirit of God is saying. How do I know? Of course, why would I know? Your conscience will tell you. Or your conscience here, do it. As we talked about, of course not. You have a living conscience. There's Jesus on the inside. Uh-uh. <laughs> so the issue of no, 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 knowing is not the matter. You have the Spirit of God inside of you. As many as are led by the Spirit, are the sons of God. So that took me to begin to look at the conviction. Looking at this word, in this context, false convictions. This same Paul was the one that was writing to uh, the same Corinthian church. Chapter 5, verse 17. If any man be in Christ, so when he says a great door is open, it's in Christ. Is somebody hearing me? I believe in the name of Jesus. The few minutes we are going to spend together here today will launch you into another level. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> so I do I know the door is of God. You have the Holy Spirit. Does he agree with the word? Do you have a witness of the Spirit in your heart? Okay, Pastor, if it's not sin, how do I know? Am I to remain in Nigeria or go abroad? I'll give you an example. Many years ago, I was working. And of course, I'm from an indigent background. I mean, we have to take care of ourselves. So it was like that. 
Then I was working, I mean, we were serving in a church. And the pastor said to me, resign. Come fully. Pastor Fred had just started in my office at the time. And I would pick a sheet of paper after so much pressure. I would begin to scribble my resignation letter. My heart would go, Ooh. I said, no, I'll tell it. Because I knew that my sustainability was God. If I didn't hear him, I would suffer. I would let one pastor call me today and kick me tomorrow. Am I called? And it got to a stage that my late wife then had resigned. She was working in church. And the pastor's wife and the pastor, and so I was the only one out. But it was difficult for me. Because if I didn't earn a salary, or somebody didn't give me something, we will not eat. We will not parent. The children won't go to school. So will I resign? Not once, not twice. Out it again. I didn't resign. Of course, he fired my wife after a while. So he will have fired me and fired her. So how do I know you, if that door was God or not? The inner witness. And of course, it wasn't God. Even in my volunteer work, the day he called me, before he called me, God blessed me witness. I think I shared it before for those who have been here a long time. That day was when Babangida dissolved the Armed Forces Ruling Council. I sat down, nine o'clock news. She was in the kitchen. Headline, I'm forces ruling council, dissolved. I said, who? Now, wow, I was talking to myself. This one came, he said, he didn't say head of state, he said he's president. See him dissolving council again. Now, what? Immediately, the Holy Ghost said to me, said, you are hearing that, you are wondering. Your pastor is hearing and is getting the confidence to release you to go, in fact, to sack you. Although I was a volunteer. So, so I left and went to the kitchen and I said, Bim, bim, bim. Pastor, we ask you to go tomorrow. He said, No, besides, you just don't want to resign. You know? I said, Don't worry, we ask me to go tomorrow. I went to work. She went to work. When she got there, pastor was restless. He was in the compound of the church. I was restless. I said, Bimbo, come, I have something to tell you. This thing is serious. Even in Tulsa, it is scattered churches. I said, what is it? He said, Taiwo is not supposed to be here. She said, what? He told me. So I, I came from work. It was the time of zero nine zero that wasn't working. So I came from work, went to Ogba to pick out to go for prayer meeting. It was a Tuesday. He said, gist, gist. I said, what is it? He said, exactly the way he said. I said, no, God told me. We got there. He said, that. I said, no, don't worry yourself. I said, announce to them. And give me the mic to address them. I will never be the one over whom a church of worship was cut out. God forbid. No. He said, vow I made long time ago. I will walk away alone. 
with my God. It has happened several times. So I did. But she was still there. Within a year, she was fired. What if I had? Was that an open door? You're not telling me you don't know. Praise the Lord. So he says, if any man be in Christ, is a new creation. All things are passed away. All things have become new. Can't you see your redemption is a shut door and an open door? But it is. It is. Acts 17.28. Look at the conviction by whom this man lived, the man that wrote this thing. So it will help you understand what we're saying. He said, it is in him I live, I move, I have my being. I, I don't just get in there and get out. That's where I am, in him. Why won't I see doors shut or open? And that's the Christian life, ladies and gentlemen. Hear the conviction of this man. The Godhead bodily dwells. All the Godhead bodily dwells in him. And I, Paul was saying, for a born again child, I am complete. You are complete in him. Open doors. Every promise of God. Every promise of God. In him is what? Yes. It's an open door. And through him we say what? Amen. Let it be open door. I'm just talking, I'm describing the Christian life now. And where does it start? John 10, 7. I am the door. Jesus said, very, very, I say unto you, I am the door. I am the door. If you pass through me, you enter into life. And of course, in the same book of John, talking about the Holy Ghost, he says, look, everything the Father has is mine. Come through me. See, you know what I'm telling you? Is that the Holy Spirit will take everything that is mine and reveal it to you. You have access. Ephesians 2. Quick, quick, quick. 18, 18. For through who? Who? Jesus. For through him, we both what? What do we have? Is it the way? Yeah. Is it the door to the sheep? Yes. Have you come through him? Yes. Do you have access? Yes. Is the door open to you? Yes. Access by one spirit to the Father. We have access to the treasure house. As a matter of fact, we are heirs to the throne. Look at 3.12, quickly. In womb, who is the womb? All right. In womb, we have what? Boldness and what? Access with what? Confidence. Through what? So when I'm exercising, exercising faith, I'm exercising, I'm demonstrating my access, boldness. 
I'm showing you the conviction of the man that made the statement. Ephesians 1 3, which you know. Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus who has blessed us with what? All, every spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. If you look at all the scriptures, if it's not in womb, in him, in Christ, through womb, through him, through Christ, they don't stand. Can you now see the Christian life? The Christian life is the in Christ life. And that's why I started by that conviction of if any man be in Christ, that's the born again life. The in Christ is a totally access given life. But you see, if you don't know what you have, you cannot benefit from them. Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. And don't forget, remember where we started from? It's got to do with your assignment in life. And that's why you read in the Bible, whatever you do, whether you eat or drink, please do it to the glory of God. There is no separation between your secular life and your spiritual life. Hello? No. You are a blessing there. You are representing God there. Is somebody following me? Our life is an open door life. The psalmist knew it. Come on, remember in Psalm 24? He said, lift up your heads, O ye gates. And be lifted up ye everlasting doors. It doesn't matter if you have never opened before. I once had a revelation where I mean, we are to pass, we were to pass to somewhere, the team of Jesus Christ, and thank God we are all there. And it was like, where is the way? Right before our eyes, a door was forced through and we walked through. I said, whoa. He said, what stops him? What is the created thing that stops Jesus? Tell me. What is the created power that can stop Jesus? Say, lift up your head so you gaze and be lifted up. You everlasting. You've never been open before, you will open. In the name of Jesus. Oh. Why? Say, the King of Glory is passing through. Simple. Who is God? Say, the Lord, mighty in battle. Glory be to God in the highest. I say, glory be to God in the highest. Remember, early in their ministry, and they were threatened, and they were arrested, remember? Acts chapter 4, come on. Yep. They were arrested. And five, Acts chapter five. Locked up. Between sentries. Behind gates. But they were about their life's assignment. For Jesus, for God, the creator. Guess what? The angel appeared. He said, go and stand at the marketplace and start preaching. That was all. The door long open. When the council sat down thinking of what to do to them, they said, who are you talking of? They are outside preaching. 
I, I declare to you today, anywhere they've tied you down, I release you in the name of Jesus. I say in the name of Jesus, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, receive your freedom. Because he whom the Son has set free is free indeed. That's the Bible. I think it's high time we began to believe the Bible rather than believe the lies of the devil. If Jesus has set you free, you are free. If that's the only message left for me to preach, I'll preach it until he comes. What about all the devils holding me? Are you born again? You are free! Until it gets done on you and you begin to move in the direction of freedom. And the first step you take, I promise you, you'll be amazed that you are free. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. <laughs> Were they able to stop them? I'll give you another example. Then Herod, have killed James. He killed James. You see? He killed James. Uh -huh. Yes, he killed James. Ooh, he, he killed James. Why? Because he probably had fulfilled his assignment. Otherwise, he didn't, he didn't have the power. And because he did that and he was happy, he grabbed Peter. Isn't that what the devil does? When he slaps you and he pains you, then you begin to be afraid that he's coming to slap you again and again. And then you lose your confidence. Lie. We are none of them that turn back to partition. We are as bold as a lion. Glory be to God in the highest. So he grabbed Peter and locked him up. And then, and then of course, John Mark's mother and all the disciples gathered in her house and they were praying for his release. They said in the night, a light shone in the... I declare, I don't know where it is done. My confidence is the blood that Jesus shed on the on Calvary. I said, receive your liberty in the name of Jesus. And walk in your liberty in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Pastor, it's been running my family. I hear you. But there's a greater family that you belong to now. That has more history than your physical family. Before the foundations of the world, he had been crucified. So what are we talking about? I feel the fire in my shoes. Light shone. Peter was sleeping. Maybe resigned to, unquote, fate. The angel told him, take her up. When he would get up, no chains were holding him anymore. In the name of Jesus, every chain on you, in the place of your assignment, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, by the through the blood of the everlasting covenant, we command them to lose. In the name of Jesus, because they can't hold you down. And so they, and then he said, "Follow me." He followed. I followed. When they got to the big gate, he said, of his own accord, I declare and I decree in the name of Jesus. Every gate that has held you for years, I say, open in the name of Jesus. Of your own volition, open. In the name of because the king of glory is passing through. Tell your neighbor, it's my open door in the name of Jesus. Then watch this. 
the door of the prison flung open. But when he got to John Mark's mother's house, the door was not open. He knocked on the door, they were hearing, they didn't open. He knocked again, they didn't open. Rhoda said, that is Peter. They said, which Peter? Keep quiet. Hear me! Because that door in, in John Mark's house is not a door to his assignment. So it's not important. But if his assignment will take him there, it will fling open. We will shut it. The one that was cladded with metals and government seals and government sentries and they open. How much more? Paul and Silas, they were locked up in the dungeons. It opened! So Jesus said it. He said, I said before you an open door, which no man, 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 which no man. Do no no you hear me? I said, which no man. The door that God has opened in your life, no man can shut. No man can shut. No creature can shut. No demon can shut. No witch can shut. No devil can shut. Someone shout the blood of Jesus. He whom the Son has set free is. But you've got to know that no man can shut it. Otherwise, you will believe a lie. Says no man can shut it. Here, he didn't just say, I've opened a door. He said, I've set an open door and no man can shut it. Two things. And that's our Christian life. That's defining our Christian life. And can't you see that they agree? What Jesus said and what Paul said is a door, metaphor of opportunity, and yet there are oppositions. And what Jesus said, he said, your strength is small. In the physical, you cannot go through. But I opened the door. I. <laughs> I open it, not you. So trust me. Trust me. Don't let the devil get you thinking it's by your strength. It's not by power, it's not by mind. It's by the Holy Spirit. When he talked about the door in Ephesus, it was the Holy Ghost he was talking about. Go read it in Acts, Acts 19. All kinds of miracles. Unbelievable when miracles becomes even unbelievable. They happened. Tell my say, open door in the name of Jesus. <laughs> glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. But see, understand the principles here. And that's the pattern all through the Bible, and that's the that's the pattern to life. Every divine opening comes with an opposition. God doesn't set them there. It's the devil, the enemy of your soul. I wrote it there. I said every opportunity is always fraught with opposition. I wrote that opportunities come disguised as challenges. 
So that means that that which you think is not possible, is more than possible. In the name of Jesus. Open door. No man! In the name of Jesus. No man can shut it. When he called Joshua, he said, let me tell you, Joshua, the way it operates in the kingdom. No man will be able to stand against all the days of your life. You are on assignment. Yes, you are. But this great opportunity, who defined it as great? Paul had the revelation that this opportunity is great. What do you think? What do you think of your own opportunity? Paul saw that if God opens a door, it's great. If God opens a door, it's effective. It's a great door. It's an open door. Open to me. If you can't say that of your situation, you are still giving the devil the opportunity chances that he shouldn't have. of anybody's assignment. I'm talking of my assignment with God. <laughs> Tell everybody, say, open doors in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Let me tell you what happens with open doors. It reveals the heart of God to you. He tells you what to shout and what to incubate. It exposes the plan of the devil to you. It sharpens your discerning ability. So Jesus says, Look, your strength may be small, but you have kept my word. Simply put, why did Jesus set that door there? Who was he talking to? The in Christ people. He was talking to the church, not to the world. Uh-huh. I said, I set it door before you. I have set it before you. Why? He said, because you depend on me. So the in Christ people, a lot of times, depend on their powers and their abilities and on man as against God. Said you uphold my word, you've not denied my name. It's an open door. It's an open door. People will look at you and say, How did he do it? How did she do it? It's not your strength. It's an open door. That's the time they will ask you, How? You say it's by grace. They say we know it's by grace, but how? But it's by grace. Because his grace is always sufficient. It's by grace. I'm not asking you wait until 10 years time. Something begins with you today in the name of Jesus. From today, in the name of Jesus. Uh-uh. <laughs> From today, in the name of Jesus. My last emphasis. Though your strength is small, so you always have a choice. Where will your meditation be? On your small strength or on the open door? I know 
but I don't have the power. I don't have the means. But Jesus has opened the door. Am I going to stay there saying I don't have power, I don't have means, or say thank God for open door? Thank God, Jesus, thank God for open door. What? Which one should I do? You advise me. Advise me. I can't hear you. Advise me. Come on, advise me. If you are watching on the internet, advise me. I don't have the strength. I don't have the means. I don't have the skill. But Jesus says, I've opened the door. Shall I now be worrying myself on what I lack on the door that is opened? Thank you. If I begin to mind the door that is open, he will enable me. He will bring me across the path that will empower me. How many of you by warning can add a cubit to your life? How many? When your father knows what you need already. The same thing in 1 Corinthians 69. A great and effective door. But there are many adversaries. Advise me. Should I begin to now be worrying about adversaries? Or should I begin to get excited and running and leaping and jumping about the great and effective door? Advise me. I can't hear you. Advise me. So can I now tell you this? It's time to stop. Please, stop. That worldly style that produces nothing. All you see is what is wrong what about the few that are right i was talking to somebody i said can you understand of all this person has done for you in your life i've not heard you tell me anything you've been telling me 10 things that he or she does wrong all the time and yet you tell me that this person is a blessing and yet you keep on telling me everything bad about him you have a problem Isn't that the way you treat your wife or treat your husband? What I'm saying is this. Paul says, again, the conviction of Paul, whatever things are true. You want to move in life. Think of the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Think of the huge and forceful opportunity. Not on the opposition. It appears a table before me, even in the presence of my enemy. Oh, yes. He anoints my head, even in the presence of my enemies. My cup overflows, even in the presence of my. <laughs> That's the Christian life. It's a life of great possibilities. Ever happening things shall arise. Why don't you thank God for today's message? Holy. Just thank God. Worship God. Worship God. Give him praise. 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 Give him all. Yes. Just give him praise. 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 Worship him. Forget us now. Just give him praise. You have just one minute to do that. Give him praise. Thank him for the word. And receive grace to move in this open door. The doors are perpetually opened. But you've got to see it and you've got to begin to 
carry yourself as such in the name of Jesus. Uh, glory be to God in the highest. <laughs> it's not up to those who like you or those who don't like you. No, 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 no. It's up to God who loves you so much and gave his life for you and opened the doors for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Oh, Father, we give you praise. We worship you. We adore you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Walk through your doors. Even if it's Red Sea, there's a path through it. If it's lions, then they will be shot. If it's the darkness or the sun, they will stand still. Nothing created can stop you. You are a covenant child of God. You have the Holy Spirit at your disposal. In the name of Jesus. I'm glad that I can talk to you this way. Because I can see your immediate future. I can see your distant future. You say, how? Ah, when all is done here, in the bosom of the Lord. You are special. You are unique. I feel the fire. You are unique in your assignment. Jesus loves you beyond what you can ever fathom. Stop knocking yourself down. Father, we give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Tai Wudukoya, Please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, Off Town Planning Way, Ilukoju, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.